Hello guys, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brennan Brown, and today we're going to be talking about explaining the matrix. Before I talk about the matrix, I want you to really understand what the matrix is. So what the matrix really is, is that you are people basically making this theory that we live in a simulation or that not just that, maybe that life is just supposed to be you living life to the average fullest potential and just being average, not having a fulfilling life, just living as a normal person, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm going to really explain through different parts, which is part one of my series of where I'm talking about the matrix. This topic really got inspired by a YouTuber that I know named Jordan Green. And don't think that I'm gonna make this video just like his, I'm gonna make it in my own opinion where it's more of how I see the perception of it. So hopefully you understand where I'm coming from as I speak. So the first way on how the matrix is really perceived is through money. People think that money is bad, but the love of money is what's really evil. The love of money, not money itself, the love of money. I laugh because the nine to five system has gotten people conditioned to think trading your time for money is great or awesome. But in reality, it's actually terrible, depressing, or even scary for that person because of the fact that they know it's possibly their only source of income. Or maybe they may have a great job, but just feel like that's the only way to live. Let's get back on track so I don't get too hype on that topic. We'll get to that when we get to that. People say that you shouldn't follow or either you can follow your dreams, but just remember that bills are still in the way. That's true because people who are 18 or up are usually paying their bills and taxes. I do think that people who perceive that following your dreams financial letdown because they're leaving their job to jump into something that may or may not have the potential to be powerful. But you have to realize that not just in your dreams, but even in money, you might have to take more risk. Calculate a financial risk, rather if it's for your business, career, or even your livelihood. People talk so much about how bills are a pain in the butt or money is always gone, but you have to remember that you are the person who is spending the money. Hopefully if you're watching this, sometimes you might put yourself into debt because you're buying expensive things, eating out, etc. And if you have kids, you're probably spoiling them with all these unnecessary toys that they don't probably need. You can't let the system condition you to think that spending your money is awesome, especially in this inflation, because you got to think critically smart and adapt to your new lifestyle. Because some people who follow their dreams had to limit their spending to get where they needed to get to. And a lot of people, or maybe some people, I should say, who are successful have truly sacrificed a lot to be where they had to be financially. And it's not just about you being successful, it's just about you as the person. Rather, you're trying to follow your dreams or rather you're just trying to live your life. If you want to be financially free, you can't let capitalism or this system get you into thinking you got to spend up, spend up, spend up. Because if you keep spending up, spending up, spending up, you're going to be lost financially. You're going to be in serious debt. You're going to be gone and you're going to be broke. That's why the matrix is so terrible because when you think about this, money is such a serious central source that can be taken away because capitalism had got you or because you couldn't just hold that dollar, but instead you had to spend that dollar just so you can get what you want to get or to impress others. But you have to put your ego down 
and realize that if you want to be successful financially, you got to let go of all that spending and sacrifice and adapt to new lifestyle. The next one I want to talk about, and this may get a lot of people kind of upset, is the nine to five job system. And this mainly goes to the teens before I speak to the adults. But before I get to it, I just want to tell you, I'm not trying to say that everyone is like this. It's just my own opinion of how I personally think of this. And if you hate it, you hate it, but I'm going to say it. Teens are working jobs, especially summer jobs, is training them to be an employee or a slave to the system. And that's just the God honest truth. I really do believe that. It's good they're determined to make money, learn responsibility, learn communication, and how the real world acts. But, you know, that old school system should be done. I still have parents that think that when you get a job in your formative years, or should I say your teen years, it helps you a long way. It does help you a long way. It truly does. But in this day and age, that old school system should be done. It really should be gone. I still have parents that think when you work a normal job or a summer job in your teen years, it helps you a long way. I still have some family members that probably believe that. People who I talk to still normalize that, some people. It does help out, like the job system and things that's going on now does help out in this day and age, but not as much. It really helped back then because there wasn't no social media or nothing like that. But like I say, it's really an old school act. With social media, internships, and a lot of creative skills, especially in this entrepreneurship era of age, with social media and how Gary Vee say the TikTokification. We're in such a great era for creators because we're living through the TikTokification of all social media. AKA, for a decade, you had to build a lot of followers to get anything seen. Now, your first piece of content be seen by a million people. Your first piece of content be your seen by a million people. Of social media, teens wouldn't necessarily need to work jobs. Their creative ability to do things will take them a long way than being a cash register at 14, 15, 16, etc. Back in the day before technology or social media, it was normal to work as a cash register or employee or somewhere at a store or restaurant as a teenager, especially during the summertime, because that was your way of making money. That was your way of being successful. That was your way of getting up there. That and a college degree. But nowadays, it totally has the game changing right now. With social media, the game is changing right now. Nowadays, it's normal to quiet quit or not even apply for a job in the first place. Because maybe in your teen years, it a spark or start of your career as a creative in whatever industry you want to do. Right? If it's cooking, theater, entrepreneurship, rapping, singing, sports, whatever it is. What I'm trying to get here is that the 9 to 5 system for teens needs to stop. It's amazing but also ridiculous how when I go to stores or even restaurants, you see more young people work than the older people because of the fact that this pandemic has shifted their job system into where the adults stop working and the teens replace them. But all this comes in because most of the time these adults either get better jobs or either because they started their own businesses. But through the pandemic, we did see that adults are starting it. But even now with teens like me and my generation, entrepreneurship is really being defined 
through social media and everything. You can be a actor and still be an entrepreneur of your own content because you make content relating to whatever industry you're trying to get to. Basically a platform, if not trying to be a content creator by itself. Like I say, it's not bad to work a job as a teen, but I just feel that it's going to condition them to think that that's the only way. When in reality, it's not. And it's so sad because, you know, some of these kids truly do work these jobs to help support maybe their dreams, their goals, maybe even help a family member if their household, maybe financial stuff isn't going on. I understand that for those type of stuff. But if you're in a household that's financially stable, you know that deep inside you don't want to work that nine to five job, then don't work it. Don't work it because your friends told you to so or because so-and-so told you so. Don't worry about it. Do you. Now, if your parents are forcing you to work, I understand. Respect them. Do what they say. But I just feel that, like I say, having teens work is really conditioning them to be an employee. And especially in this day and era, it's making more teens realize that they don't need it. Which is why, like I say, it's outdated. And for any parents that are really forcing their kids, please stop forcing your kids to work that summer job or whatever it is. If they're making their money online or if they're just doing it in general, maybe if they're not making their money, if they're just doing it and it's already a start, support them. Don't make them just go to that whole job that they don't have time for their side projects. Oh, it's teaching them life. It's teaching them how to balance things. I understand that. But they have a more advantage than you. So while they're young, let them put all their full time and effort into that creative project because that may help them to leading you as a parent to be retiring early. <laughs> because sometimes what people don't realize is that parents sacrifice their dreams for their kids' dreams. And for you as a parent forcing them to work a boring nine to five job, don't do that. The dreams and ambitions you had when you were younger, put it into them. Even if you didn't have dreams and ambitions when you were younger, even if you were just conditioned into the matrix system, help your children grow and develop into what their purpose is. And I'll be real and authentic with you. You know, even in my household, it's normalized, it's normalized to work a nine to five job during the summer. But I'm trying to redefine that and understand that my creative ability to do these things are way better than working some nine to five job. Understand, you wanna make your own money, you wanna do this. You don't want your parents to take all, you know, you don't want your parents to take care of you all your life. I understand that, I completely understand that. But while I'm young, let me focus on these projects because if these things can grow full time, then by the time I'm 18, I don't have to worry about working a job. I can already be self-employed. Same for you because a lot of these things now, because it seems like since the pandemic has passed by for these two years, making money online isn't as easy as you think it is for teens. You have to either have an adult monitor your money, or if you're 18, of course, then you can make your own money and operate it. So once I'm 18, I can be able to make my own money. And of course, I'm making my money now, but I can't really take it out the account, of course, until I'm 18, because I'm currently 17 now. So... Just a little advice to give to any teens who are working on any projects or creative things. You can't really monetize nothing until you're 18, but your parents can monetize it for you while you're still at that teenage age. So 
Don't think you can't make your money. You can still make it. It's just that you may be limited by your age. But that's it for exposing the matrix on a nine to five job system for the teens. Now we're gonna get to the adults. So I'm not an adult, so I can't give complete 100% one-on-one advice that will probably help you, but it may help you. I'm just a teen on this screen giving you info. Now, for these adults out here, for you adults out here, working a nine to five job is not fulfilling it's not especially in gen z's eyesight and i'm not trying to tell y'all that y'all should think like gen z or nothing like that i'm just giving you a little reference there so that you can understand the bigger picture broader picture that a nine to five job does not bring you value it only gives you money and the system conditions you to think that you working for somebody is 100 percent great when it's not you have to realize that system is trying to make you stay stuck there are so many people who are working nine to five jobs who are dealing with stress disorders who are dealing with financial issues and why is that because they're limited to what their salary is they always people always say well my salary this net i'm not paid for what i'm worth well, if you're not paid for what you're worth, if you're not making the financial needs you're making, even if you try to adapt and do that new lifestyle, like I say, and try to budget, even if that's not working, well, then you need to leave that job, quit it, and pursue your own creative project or your own business or whatever it is. Throughout this pandemic, we've realized that your nine to five job is not secure. People think that when you take that risk to pursue that career, business, whatever it is, whatever you want, it's a risk. It's not necessarily a risk because nothing in life is secure. So your nine to five job isn't secure. Your YouTube channel isn't secure. Nothing is secure. But if you know it's working for you, then it's working for you. Well, if this day and age of having social media, digital media and all these things, you can really get out there by promoting your content on social media and escaping that nine to five job route. The system wants you to stay stuck in a nine to five job route because they want you to feel like you're being secure. They want you to feel like everything is a-okay because of the fact that you're on a salary. You're in a job that seems okay, but it's not. You having the freedom to control your own time is the best thing ever. Nobody can tell you when to clock in, clock out. You can make your own schedule. You can do your own things with your business, create a project, whatever it is. So you got to think, A, should you only work for the money? Or B, should you leave and find a side hustle that can grow into a full-time business or whatever it can be? Adults, leave it off to you guys. The next one that I want to discuss is the news. The news is always trying to condition the human brain to think negative and they're always, there's always news that's either more negative than positive. For me as a Christian, it shows that the end times are coming. But for you as a viewer, news may show you that the world is crazy. But it's not entirely. Everyone's not all out here to hunt you down. Everybody thinks that, oh, because this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. What's going on in the politics world? What's going on in the crime world? This and that. Be careful. But... You can't look like that. 
Whatever you perceive, you have to perceive it through consuming. And if you consume negativity, then you're going to see the world as negative. If you consume the world as positive, then you'll see the world as positive. You have to realize that everybody's not out here to hunt you down. Everybody's not out here to do all this negative crap. Every day isn't going to be negative. Some days are going to be positive. I have three family members that are very nervous or very aware on where they go, which is great. But also, it's kind of skeptical because they make it seem as if it's mostly negative. And it's because of the fact that they think that too much killing, too much robbery, too much this and that is going on. But you can't see the world as fully negative. Neither can you see the world as fully positive. You have to balance it out. You really have to. I understand completely where my family members are coming from, why they should be aware of their surroundings, why they should tell me, Brennan, this and that, be careful, this and that, be careful, this and that, be careful, these people, be careful, da, 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 da. But why be scared? Especially because in my family we're Christians. We should have faith. I have faith. If it were my purpose to die at this such and such event, then I would have been dead. If God allowed me to live, I live. Why worry? I'm not worrying. Today is my day to be assigned, and it's a sign. People don't just die out of the blue. People die when it's God's appointed time. For me as a Christian, that's how I believe it. And you being afraid to die, really scary. Especially as a Christian, because you should have faith. I have faith. I don't be afraid. Like, I be questioning sometimes, like, why do you look? Well, I be aware. That's good, but have faith. Don't stress. Just like if I'm in a restaurant, I'm talking. Oh, you don't want everybody to hear your business. Who cares? As long as it got nothing to do with nothing big or major, if it's just me talking about how my day was today, who cares? If it's just small talk conversations, I can care less what that person thinks or how they feel. Because at the end of the day, they shouldn't be minding my business anyway if I'm out in the public, like a restaurant or somewhere talking. I know how to talk loud. I know how to talk with a normal inside voice. But if they hear my conversation, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It's nothing big or major. <laughs> but mainly to you, audience, I want you to know that everyone is not out here to get you. That's the last time I'm going to say that so I don't repeat myself. People are friendly in this world. You should still be aware of certain things, but don't get too hyped or biased that everything is bad because it's truly not. And this deep advice from me that I want to truly give to you is that what I live by is that you need to balance out your life with a pessimistic and optimistic point of view because if you don't, then you'll have false expectations of everything you see. Now, once again, I'm going to repeat myself again. I live by this saying that I made, which is you need to balance out your life with a pessimistic and optimistic point of view because if you don't, then you'll have false expectations of everything you see. Overall for the news, it conditions you. And that's why I don't try to watch so much of the news because I know that it can make you think kind of differently. And then you start worrying or fearing or having anxiety or something like that. You wouldn't want that all in your system mentally or physically. So my best advice is delete the news app because you can always Google the news or watch it on TV if you have a TV. Now, if you don't have a TV, then I recommend getting an app, but turn off those notifications or make them sometimey. Not all notifications, but some notifications because like I say, it's not worth it. 
Some people recommend don't watch it at all, but I always recommend that you should watch your local news every once or twice a week, or even once a day, just so you can stay up to date with what's going on in your local area. But that's it. Don't try to like consume the local news or consume the international news or the old news or this and that. Just look at your local news, every then there, and that's it. The reason for why you should be watching the news 24 seven. That stuff is not good in your system. It's just like social media. Social media is truly bad for your mental health. But like I say, we'll get to that on a different topic. I hope you understand that the matrix is really a negative thing. Hopefully you understand that the matrix is really serious and that you may need to get out of it. Please make sure to go see part two or whatever parts that are listed on the video and have a blessed day.